Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. William is standing next to me. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Homo Sapiens. Asking me if he gets a royalty. William, my husband. Asking me if he gets a royalty for being on this. We're supposed to be going for a coffee together. And now told me we were recording the podcast. So this is your coffee. Are we holding coffee? We are holding coffee. We're also doing a podcast. Yeah, it's called multitasking. Hi, everyone. We are walking from somewhere called Harris Market. Harris Farm Market? Farm Market in the Gold Coast because we've been to get a coffee because it's near our house where we're living. You were just saying how lovely the produce in Australia was, weren't you, William? Absolutely delicious, Christopher. What is your favourite thing about the produce? It's very fresh. Do you know Australia is called the Lucky Island? Because it's completely self-sustaining. So you can get everything here to live and thrive. Hmm, nice. We went to the beach yesterday. I don't know if you can hear me because the wind will be blowing in the mic. I've got bronchitis, I'm on antibiotics. And antibiotics that you can't go in the sun in. So I had to skip the sun and William lay on the beach. So for the medical nerds amongst you, he's taking doxycycline, which is also a malarial It makes you sensitive to the sun. Yeah, so that's been my high excitement. We went to a place called Burley Heads, which is like this lovely sort of seaside-y headland, I would say. It's got lots of, lots of lovely little shops. What else did we do yesterday? We went for brunch. Had a nap. We had a nap. Oh, I watched Tehran. Tehran? Yeah, I'm happy. What's that? It's a Middle Eastern Israeli thriller. <laughs> <laughs> Emily in Paris, it ain't. Okay. I watched a film called Borg McEnroe, which is about Bjorn Borg and John McEnroe, which I really enjoyed. Um, and then I watched a bit of Mayor of Easttown, actually, which I also very much enjoyed. What's happening on Homo Sapiens today? First things first, have you caught up on the most recent episodes? Have you written in? Hello at Homo Sapiens Podcast, at Homo Sapiens on Instagram. Because, oh, we're walking past a school. Children wearing yellow cones on their heads. Child dragging a huge bin. Where's the teacher? That's what I want to know. The kids go to school very late here, don't you think, William? What country, yeah. They start school late. I think they like to start till like nine, or maybe ten. Apparently in America they start at like seven thirty in the morning. Fuck that, that's all I can say. I should probably tell you all about this week's episode, no? Just arriving home. 
this week's episode, we have got Woody Cook. Woody Cook is a DJ. He's on Celebrity Gogglebox with his mum a lot. He is Fat Boy Slim, Norman Cook, and Zoe Ball in uh, National Treasures Sun. Um, and Woody is an activist and DJ and was on The Circle, that show, and did this amazing thing where Woody's bisexual and went to the Attitude Awards in this dress that was made in support of LGBTQ Outside Project, who have been on this very podcast, in fact. And he is really interesting guy who came to do his interview. Um, this is interview from bed, which is probably one of the first. So that's all coming up. Talking about activism. Whoops. Talking about being Woody Cook. Talking about his parents, actually, and coming out to his parents, which like, you know, you couldn't hope for cooler parents, but, and it was fine, but really interesting. He sort of had to educate his mum on bisexuality and stuff. So yeah, very interesting. So let's have a look at the emails before we do anything more, shall we? An email from Christopher. Corrections email on Joe Lysett episode. Hi, Chris. I'm currently on a train to London, so have some time to kill. I'm looking forward to catching up with friends, doing some bird watching, visiting the Queer Britain Museum, and going to a musical about the activism around Section 28. You've got a f- packed schedule there, my friend. Alongside podcasts, my big passion is bird watching, which I really got into during lockdown. It's changed my life for the better and a fantastic way to connect with and learn about the natural world and a thoroughly mindful hobby which can literally be enjoyed everywhere. William's got himself some breakfast. What have you got there, William? Blueberries with yoghurt and, to my shame, a protein thing. Protein powder? Mm-hmm. Well, one of us has got to be buff. Buff tink. Was it nice? It's delicious. I'm slightly obsessed with it. You're a food obsessive, aren't you? Love food. You, as in, no, but you eat one thing on repeat. Yeah. Back to the email. Oh, do you do any bird watching? That was why I came over. Do I do bird watching? This is a listener who wrote in who likes bird watching. Oh, I love it. Um, no, I'm not a twitcher. Is that what they call? Yeah. Um, back to the email. My first correction is your crow friend from the intros and outros to episode two to two with Joe Lysett. You said it was a crow, which you get in England. It's just a crow. However, we don't, in fact, have the same crows in England. Carrion crows are widespread in England and across Europe and Asia, but are not found in Australia. I'm sure a listener familiar with Queensland's bird life would be able to tell you which species made an appearance on the podcast. Ah, now, okay, every day's a school day. Please can somebody tell me what that was? We can get to the bottom of it. My second correction relates to Birmingham's newest public art commission, Joe Lysett's sloth. Sloths do not habitually defecate while hanging in the canopy. Sloths descend to the ground once a week, once a week or so to poo. I love that you know this. Also, is it true that sloths do square poos or is that koalas? Somebody does a square poo to mark their territory so it doesn't roll away. Could anyone help any animal experts? I hope you are well and staying clear of the sharks and the snakes. We're trying. Unfortunately, I saw a shoelace earlier that I thought was a snake. So it's obviously still on my mind. Um, but thank you for that. Uh, thank you for the corrections. Next email, Anthony has been in touch on LGBTQ plus inclusivity in sport and F1 specifically. F1 being Formula One. Hi, Chris and the Homo sapiens team. Hi. Like many queer people, I knew I was different from others at an early age. But I kind of fell into this awkward position of not being straight enough to play with the boys or girly enough to play with the girls. This resulted in my friendship circle being very small. This was also at a time where Section 28 was in place, and so no one talked about it. And then, right as I was figuring myself out, my parents got a new job and we moved to another area. Oh, that's so difficult, that. Long story short, this resulted in a lot of what I now describe as a lot of personal trauma 
and a heavily delayed adolescence. I was bullied in a way I had never been before. I can talk about it openly now, but with everything going on, I was in a position around 15, 16, where I wanted to end my life. I'm really sorry to hear that. Uni was definitely a turning point, and I started to meet people like myself. One friend in particular introduced me to the queer world, and I always be thankful to him for that. My early 20s were a bit of a blur. As I started catching up, I had fun. Oh, I getcha. But looking back, I definitely put myself into some unnecessarily dangerous positions. I always feel this is a general theme with a lot of queer people. I very much agree. This is me talking. As having to figure out stuff out for ourselves means we don't know when to say no. Absolutely. We talked about this with Adam Kay in the Adam Kay episode. And as I hit my mid-late 20s, I acknowledged the shame I had from earlier years and gradually became more accepting of myself. I was taken with your spotlight on queer people who like sports. I was always the queer kid who could talk sports and keep this going with Formula One motor racing into your adulthood. As mentioned in the voice note, you played in mind. Ah, okay. This is you. That's you. Okay. Hello. Hi, Anthony. It's that Anthony. Great. My personal journey has now reached a really positive place. I got involved with a local queer group who hold regular reading, writing and film sessions, Q Story Northampton. This group has reawoken the writer in me and instilled a want to tell queer stories that I didn't have growing up. I wanted to share something some I told someone the other day. When I was younger and really struggling with my sexuality, I always used to say that if you could give me a straight pill, I'd not he hesitate in taking it to lead a normal stress-free life. Now I say that there is no way I could take that pill as being queer has allowed me to see the world through a different lens. I could not agree with this more. One of the best things about the queer community is that it is full of people who are truly compassionate, tolerant and accepting of others. I count myself lucky to be included in this world. Best wishes, Anthony. Isn't that a beautiful email? Anthony, you've put into words there so many things. I think, have thought, and I know that so many people listening will feel exactly the same. And it's such a, you know, the, what you end with is such a good point. What a amazing club to be part of we are blessed we are blessed 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 beyond blessed beautiful beautiful words thank you so much for taking the time to write in thanks for your voice note about f1 i mean we all learned something didn't we um i'm going to put in the show notes resources for anyone who is experiencing similar things suicidal thoughts and all the rest of it resources for queer people and mental health support so it's really important and it's something that happens a lot and without further ado as they say should we go and have a listen to this lovely chat with woody Paint me a picture. Where are you in the world? What, mentally, physically, geographically? <laughs> I mean, I am currently in Bristol. Mentally, feeling pretty good. Uh, a little bit tired. Uh, my sleeping mm -hmm. schedule is a little bit cracked at the moment. But luckily, I'm playing Ministry of Sound 4 till 5am. Oh, hey, my. Flash, is that tomorrow or today? Technically tomorrow, <laughs> but also tonight. Um, oh, my Yeah, so that, that'll help the sleeping pattern. But yeah, no, no. So I'm in Bristol in my house um, and I'm jamming. Uh, life's good, though. Okay. Mental, physical... How's that? Physical. I was going to the gym a lot last week. Feeling feeling big now. You know. Okay. Oh, I'm, like, oh, I'm gonna unbutton that. There we are. Oh, Hello. This stuff should be behind a paywall. I'm looking <laughs> very buff, actually. You go to the gym a lot. Also, I love that you've got results in one week, whereas um, 40 years in and nothing's happened. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm in Brighton, I do. Uh, there's mm -hmm. somewhere down there I go. When I'm in Bristol, I kind of sometimes do stuff in my room, but I just forget. Like. Up here, it's chaos. You know what I mean? Sleeping patterns, all of that. Yes. You know, living with uh, all the uni students, it's just like, ah! Whereas when I go home, I'm like, I wake up at nine in the morning and I'm really driven. Here, it's like, yeah. I, I feel rough when I have to wake up at 12. You know what I mean? But um, yes. yeah, it's just, it's just, you know, life in the balance. 
Are you studying then? Yeah, yeah. up in the Bristol like student life, you know, all that, all that stuff. <laughs> what are you studying? Me studying music, film and theatre, studying alcohol, what? studying DJing. But what's the course called? Film and theatre. Why did they miss out television in that? Oh, it's not important. No, um, no it's, <laughs> my idea is that it will give me the skills in front of and behind the camera. So okay. um, I love making sets. I love shooting things. You know, uh, I've got quite a weird voyeuristic style of shooting things. Great. And so I want to be able to make music videos. I want to be able to make sets. I want to be able mm-hmm. to make everything like that. And so it's it's just a great course for, for everything, wow. that, that side of it. And is this for you to become an artist or is this to become... I mean, so I, I think in the modern age, we don't need as many different people in different roles. You can do okay. it a lot yourself. You know, you can produce all your music on a laptop. You can edit all, you know, before you need a whole studio to make music. Yeah. You need a whole studio to uh, edit together footage and everything like that. Now, one laptop can do all of it. Mm-hmm. So I've got a company called Truth Tribe, which is a sort of multimedia company. It's hard, it's hard mm-hmm. to explain it. But basically we do, yeah, music, we do video content. And it's like the more we can all do in house, the, the the more stuff we could do. You know what I mean? On, yeah. a, on smaller budgets, uh, faster turnarounds, and so yeah. So all of us are sort of learning all of it, you know. And uh, wow. so yeah, like I, I, what I like is Tyler the Creator is not called Tyler the Rapper. He's called Tyler the Creator. <laughs> yeah. Although he raps, sings, he also he has clothes, he has a perfume, he has he did mm-hmm. these shorts on TV. He does, you know, he is a creator. And so I think that's a great way of putting it. Uh, so I'm just a general creator <laughs> so are we gonna get oda woody at some point no definitely not the smell the smell of me is just the smell of someone in a race like <laughs> on the good side not on the like have you slept in days <laughs> <laughs> but you've got a brilliant name for perfumes actually because you woody woody smell yeah. uh cook oda cook I don't think you should be ruling this out, is all I'm saying. Am I missing out on something here? Yes. And then and maybe you could do cookery books. I'm just throwing oh, no, ideas no, around no. here. Hear me out here. I tried cooking. I failed. I knew I shit as cooking. I went on cooking with the stars. And I went out first. I lost to Joe Wilkinson. No. You know what I mean? From Afterlife. Very funny guy. Yeah. And apparently good at cooking. And Josie from this morning. They both whooped my ass in the kitchen. <laughs> And uh, I came home and my dad went, you're no cook. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I, did, I let my surname and my family down. So I think cooking, cooking is not for me. Oh. You know, I'm good at eating, uh, <laughs> but the, I'm not quite a chef yet. Someone's going to make it. When you get asked to do those shows like Cooking with the Stars or yeah. I'm an ice skater, get me out of here. Like, do you just go, yeah, fuck, I'll go on. I've never cooked anything and just work it out. I mean, for me, it's, it's there's definitely a vetting process. I get chucked a lot of weird things. I'm like, eh, don't want to do that. Yeah. And I, I like challenges because it gives me a chance to push my uh, comfort zone. But I yeah. also like things where I can be expressive in myself, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, if I was offered to present a program and I have to read a script, it's less me. I'm mm-hmm. terrible at reading scripts. I'm very dyslexic. Mm-hmm. If you want me to say something in my own words, bang, I can, I can rant. I can fill up airwaves you know but if you want me to say exactly what it says on a piece of paper we're all in for it because i'm really dyslexic and i will just splutter all over it but i think Mm. for things like that the cooking shows are like i can't cook this is going to be hilarious um (laughs) whereas other shows is like the circle and goggle box i was like i can chat shit this is going to be hilarious so i think that's a vetting process but i 
There's there's also a lot of things I wouldn't do, and for different reasons. Love Island too scary for me. Whereas something like I'm a celebrity, get me out of here is like I wouldn't want to do that until I had enough of a substantial career outside of it, mm-hmm. because. I've been uh, Woody from Zoe and Norman. I've been <laughs> Woody from The Circle. Uh, and now I don't want to be Woody from The Jungle, you know? I'd rather yeah. just be me. And so I think if I were to do, I, like, you've got to be careful with shows like that. I've always get pigeonholed. And so for me, I want to mm. work on music. I want to work on everything else. Keep it ticking along. And then one day I'd get, I'd get Chuck the Bone. I'll go eat some kangaroo testicles or something uh, <laughs> yeah it, well it does look like a laugh do you think it does yeah man i love challenges i love being hopelessly pushed out of my comfort zone yeah oh. i just think that'd be great hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm pleased to be talking to you today because we did an episode about a book by someone called Julia Shaw, which is called mm-hmm. Bisexual... I can't remember the full title, but anyway. And it was a bonus episode. And this was a listener and they commented underneath and said, how very fitting that you only talk to a bi person on a bonus episode. <laughs> I.e. there's not enough bi representation on the podcast. Which, you know, we take all podcast feedback to heart. I will say my co-host Alan Cumming for over a year, probably over a year, was was bisexual. But I'm just going to put that there. Um, but uh, do you still identify as bisexual? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I am bisexual or, like, more broadly pansexual. Yep. I think it's just it's just another complicated issue to go into pansexual. I've just about explained it to yep. my grandparents. I don't need to open the next can of worms. Mm. Me, I just like people. You know yeah. I mean? No, I'm definitely, I'm definitely bisexual it's easier for me to come out and campaign for something like that and it's quite funny a lot of people have been like come up to me and going oh wow you're for bisexual representation and all of this and for me it was like i i just kind of it, i was just me and i was growing up in brighton where it's mm. really normal just most of my friends were bisexual mm. uh like all the girls i knew and a good good few of the guys and maybe half the guys i knew and then the other half of the guys were like ah mate maybe i'd kiss a guy but not really my thing anyway um but so it's one of those things where it was so normalized where i was um and the only reason i ended up publicly coming out because i for for me it was like i was not hiding it It wasn't like a i was jumping out to the world um Hmm. but someone was like look if you can come out because you feel confident in yourself and it inspires one person to feel better about themselves yeah then it's worth it 
Yes. And so it's one of those things where I then did it for that reason. And I got this huge response back and all these people oh. DMing me like, um, oh, how do I talk to my parents? Or thank you so much. And you've done so much for representation. And I was like, I've not really done a lot. I just kind of said hello, you know. Um, but yes. then in the end, I think it, it, it's, it allowed people to go in conversations with their parents when I don't understand it. They'd be like, oh, well, here's so-and-so that we both know. And they're, yeah. they're by, they're, they're whatever. And so I think, um, yeah, I know it is important for representation, but I think that it's definitely changed. You know, when I was growing up, I didn't know it existed, completely didn't know. I mean, right. I, I had this torment of, but I'm gay, but I'm not gay, but I am gay, but I like girls, but I'm gay, but, I'm, but I like girls. And it was almost like a flip switch. Like three or four days of the month, I was entirely gay, like not a single thought about a woman. And then it'd be 27 days of just feel, thoughts about women. And then it would flip back and it was like, I ended up calling it my gay time of the month. I was like, is it, is this a lunar cycle? Is it the moon? Is it like, what, what's going on here? And then Mercury and retrograde, retrograde or am I gay? Retrograde. Retrograde. Yeah. (laughs) Am I in Mercury retrograde? And so it's one of those things where now, now it all, it all balanced out. And then when I realized about bisexuality, it became like just fancying both the whole time. But back then it was this yo-yo of like, so confusing for my 13 year old, 14 year old self. Like, Wow. But my original thought was I only have thoughts about guys because most of my friends are guys. And I'm like, right. this is just what everyone does. You know, you think about your guy mates because there's not as many girls around and you just have weird fantasies. And, and so it's really confusing. Whereas now I've got my yes. sister lecturing me. She was trying to tell me I wasn't bisexual because it was like, would you would you date a man? I'm like, well, I've, I've not met a man I date yet. She's like, well, then you're not bisexual. And I wasn't going to yell at my sister. I've had sex with men. <laughs> like I can't. She's twelve. You know. I'm not. I can't just turn to her and no. shake her and be like, "I've done things." Because I'm at the dinner table with my granny and my, my <laughs> sort of stepdad, my twelve-year-old sister, uh, on holiday. It would really, you know, it's not that no. conversation. You know, pass the bread, would you, mum? Uh, yeah, pass plus. The bread. I actually had wild sex with a man just the other day. Thanks, yeah. little sister. Um, fact, you guys are in the house. No, it's just one of those things. <laughs> you're so all here. Like, you're all here. Uh, no, but yeah, so it's like, uh, and then I also hate the question of like, what percentage? What percentage? Yeah. I'm like, it's person by person. And it's yeah. not boy, girl. It's like, it's humans. You know, I am equally attracted to someone who like was born a man, born a woman has changed has, uh, whatever they identify as like none of that matters i think that's mm. why technically i'd be pansexual but i just i don't overcomplicate it i just mm. bisexual works for me because it's based on what's in the noggin you know it, mm-hmm. it's based on the conversations it's based on how they make you feel you know everything like that and so i think it's one of those things where yeah just love is love is the easiest way of explaining it yeah um, that's wonderful and you didn't know what bisexual was growing up and i'm trying to track back to my childhood and i don't think i ever heard bisexual being a term at all but Mm. did you ever have like a birds and the bees chat from your parents yeah yeah but like again it never stretched to that you know my mum always said she wanted me to be gay she's like i want a gay son so maybe she manifested (laughs) it halfway at least um (laughs) and uh i think it's one of those things even like one of my heroes is Captain Jack in Doctor Who, who like right. I had no clue that he was flirting with both boys and girls throughout his tenure on the show because it's John Barrowman. And um, he's very flirty with both the boys and the girls. And he was my favorite like hero in fiction, you know. And, oh. and then it was only later that 
I remember talking about, oh, he gets, he's such a womanizer. And my dad laughed. He went, what, John Barrowman's a womanizer? And I'm like, what are you laughing? He was like, he's gay. I'm like, he's what? What do you mean? And then I'm like, but he's, but he gets with the girls on the show. And then I rewatched the show and went, oh, he's so clearly bi. You know, he's right. flirting with the doctor and the companion the whole way through. And so maybe it was one of those things subconsciously. I was like, that's the energy. But for me, it just, I'd never heard of it. You know what I mean? I just thought it was yeah. polar. It's polar. It's you are you're gay or you're straight, and there's no in between, which made yeah. it very complicated for me because I was like, but but how can I be both? This makes yeah. no sense. And were you able to share that conundrum with anyone in your family? Um, I I didn't really share it with my family as much as my friends, you know. Okay. And I remember I remember saying to this girl, I was like, if I were gay, at least it'd be simple. At least um, then I'd have a definitive answer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where are the answers? But then eventually when I, when I came out, um, I ended up straight away coming out to my, well, fairly straight away coming out to my mum. And um, she's just like, what is it, Woody? I've just taken a sleeping pill and I'm falling asleep. And I'm like, <laughs> I come home absolutely steaming. And I'm like, mum, mum. And I'm like, oh, thanks. Thanks, Harry. You're in legend. Um, and what are you being I delivered? Like, what are you being delivered? Yes, because... Oh, you're an angel. Who is the person who made you... Okay, Woody's just had a bagel and a delivered sandwich delivered, delivered. That's my lovely boyfriend slash housemate. He's not actually my boyfriend. I just text. We share a bed. <laughs> oh, sweet. You Don't share a bed, what, for rent reasons or for... Uh, yeah, sort of like uh, he's he wanted to move up to Bristol, but um, he couldn't get his own place. And so we share a bed. Um, every night it's actually been really yeah i mean i'm not sometimes i'm down in brighton of course and also he'll work until like five in the morning as well so you know it's like it's not every every night have Um, you seen have you seen that show flat share no i haven't you two need to watch it or you need to not watch it also i'm just (laughs) i just want to add that woody is such a student you've got ketchup on your bedside table haven't you i've just spotted that that's what i used to have that's from last night it's not always there (laughs) You caught me out there, though. I love it. You just reached round, not even looking at it. You just knew where it was. Um, there's this show called Flatshare, and it's about yeah. a, a, a guy who is renting out his... He works nights in a hospital, and he rents out his room, but only overnight. So then this woman moves in, and they end up falling in love. So I'm not saying that's on in your future, but... I wish. I mean, everyone asks us we spoon, and I'm like, Harry's the first person I've ever shared a bed with in my life, pretty much. That I haven't really? spooned and it's upsetting. Oh. It's upsetting, you know? <laughs> and that's the end of part one. More from Woody's bed from where he is broadcasting in part two. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. <laughs> <laughs> you will be right Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of 
real extreme darkness. <laughs> this was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> yeah, you, you were different. Like you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com Powered by Spirit Studios.